So good evening, everyone. So, and one of the things that very often people ask me, I hear letting go, letting go so often. How to let go? I mean, it's easy to set, isn't it? Set, you know, set and done is so easy. Let go, let go. Everyone can tell people to let go. But how to let go? You know, of course, letting go will not happen overnight, isn't it? So yes, they said sometimes I, even I myself, I just sometimes hated that to, to keep asking people to let go. Because sometimes we don't even know what we need to let go of, isn't it? So actually, the first of all, we, we, we have to be able to, to recognize that, isn't it? What we are still holding on to. We don't even know sometimes what we are, we are holding on to things that we don't even know that we're holding on. So unless you, you, you develop the clarity, you don't even know. And then sometimes people be able to see what they're holding on to, but they're not be able to acknowledge, isn't it? They still think, oh, this is not me, you know, I don't know, I'm, you know. So maybe they get upset with themselves. That's like, you know, you have to be able to, to recognize, acknowledge that, you know, that this is something that you're still holding on to, you're not being to let it go. And then you have to come to a place of acceptance because we fight, you know, sometimes we fight, isn't it? We don't want to accept. So actually, a lot of people don't understand uh, acceptance actually is letting go. We allow things be. It's okay. We accept that, you know. And then after they be able to forgive, then let go. So sometimes you have to, you know, there's a process. You're not able to say, just let go, let go, you know. You can't just, you know, yes. I mean, in theory, we all understand, isn't it? You're letting go. But whether we be able to do that is another story, isn't it? This is, that today, I, I would like to focus more on acceptance. And sometimes even we be able to see that, we acknowledge that, but it's very difficult to come to a place of acceptance. Isn't it? But even like for example, like old age, sickness and death, isn't it? So yeah, in theory, we say, yeah, 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 you know, I'm getting old, you know. But deep down, how many of you really accept that you're growing old? Isn't it? And deep down, we still have that resentment, isn't it? That resentment. They said, someone asked me, how to deal with it, with my resentment towards my, especially with the departments, even though I'd be able to see that. But I find, they find that they have the resentment, you know, not to accept that you try to push it away because this is, actually the resentment come from the ego, you know, and how we identify ourselves with our experience, you know. And just for example, it's just like old age, sickness and death. How many people really come to the place of acceptance, accepting them, the fact that we are, going, we are growing old? You know, even we get sick, no matter how hard you try, you try to do the right thing, eat the right food, you still get sick, isn't it? But it doesn't mean that you don't look after yourself, you know. But a lot of people always, when they listen to the Dharma, they, 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 they took it the wrong way, you know. Then they say, oh, yeah, let go, so I don't, don't, don't have to look after my, my body, you know, because let go. It's not. But letting go is that we look after our body, but sometimes we don't worry about it, you know. Sometimes people so stress out, you know, and so becomes like they so uh, uh, become a, 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 a health freak, you know, constantly worrying about the health, you know, and then try to do the right thing, and then actually you become stressed out, isn't it? 
And yes, this is without the understanding that this is the nature of life, you know, growing old, you know, and then the first thing that, you know, slowly the memory is gone, isn't it? You cannot remember. And this is part of the process. But how many people be able to accept that? I remember uh, one of our devotees, she's in her 80. I remember she said to me that, she, she said, I hated that my children uh, tried to hold me, uh, you know. And then she said, I'm not a creepers, I can walk. Because, because this lady, she used to be a very capable person and very independent. So for her, it's very difficult to accept the fact that like, you know, that very proud, you know, the pride of being capable, the pride of being independent. Like then she's, she said, I hated that my children tried to hold my hand. I said, why don't you let your children to hold your hand? You know, give them the opportunities, you know, to, to, you know, to show their respect, you know. But because of her pride that she used to be capable, you know, can do everything, you know. It's so difficult for her to accept even that, you know. She said, I'm not a creepers. I do not need someone to hold me, you know. And, and, and you can really see how that resentment, you know, we refuse, and then we refuse to accept that, that we keep fighting with that. But no matter you like it or not, you still grow old, isn't it? So all the memory is gone. You know, and actually talk about memories is remind me of that there was a couple. And this couple, that, that because they're growing old and then their memory is not very good. So they went for this class, you know, to improve their memory. So they improved their memory. So one of the, 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 the things that they've been taught that you try to write down everything that, so that you don't forget. So everything you, you, you write a note. So then so that you, you don't, don't forget. So one night they were in the, in the room, you know, and watching television. And then the wife said, oh, hun, um, uh, honey, I'm so... I, I'm, I'm, I'm darling, I'm hungry. Can you get me something? So he said, I would like to have some ice cream. So then ice cream, I would like to have a chocolate ice cream. And I want some strawberry. Then he said, and then she said, uh, 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 some cream, you know, and strawberry, uh, chocolate topping, uh, chocolate flavor. Then he told the husband, make sure that you write it down. Then the husband said, I remember you want ice cream, chocolate flavor, with cream, chocolate topping, and with some strawberry. You see, I remember. I don't have to write down. So he went, went down and go to the kitchen. Then he, the wife was just waiting for a long time. What the heck he's doing? You know, still then, then after that, he came up and then bring with the toast and bacon and then the wife said, where is my egg? <laughs> Both don't remember. <laughs> he was waiting for so long. This is how something that we, we look forward, isn't it, as we grow old. And they say sometimes we create so much suffering, we, we fighting, you know, uh, you know we're we not willing to accept that. Actually, we create more suffering for ourselves, isn't it? So, yeah, what do we expect, you know? When you grow old, you get sick, you know, die. There's a, some, 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 one, uh, the Buddhas mentioned in this, uh, one of uh, these, uh, in this Anguttara Nikaya, that he said that we should all reflect on this, whether you're monastic, whether you're lay people, 
always remind yourself that I'm subject to old age. I'm subject to sickness. I'm subject to death. Sometimes when we talk about death, we talk those having terminal illness, you know, those old, they'll die. But in fact, we're all dying. Isn't it? None of us know. We don't know. Even I don't know whether I'm still alive tomorrow. No one knows, isn't it? Basically, we're all dying. But sometimes we, we still think that we're optionals, you know. And then some, some of our devotees said that, sometimes the, 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 the relatives said that, oh, if I should die. And then they think that death is optional. It's not optional whether you like it or not, you know. You know, you have to leave the world. You have to leave everything behind whether you like it or not. It's not optional. And this is something that we really have to remind ourselves that, you know, that this is part of being, this is the existence, you know. Everything, you know, is impermanent. We're not going to live forever. No one is live forever. But even, you know, yeah, maybe in theory we say, yes, you know. I remember when my mom passed away. My mom passed away when he was, she was 75. And before my mom passed away, and other people, uh, parents or, uh, or, or, or the grandma, whoever, the relatives pass away, and you ask them, oh, they're 80, they're 70, oh, good age, you know. But come to your own parents, even they live until hundreds or so, you think that they shouldn't die, isn't it? It's difficult, unless it hits home, you know. For others people, you know, sometimes it's difficult that to really come to a place of acceptance, accepting that this is the fact. Actually, accepting itself is letting go. You know, it's very difficult. We, we, we keep fighting, you know, we, we, we try to push it away. You know, this is not me, this is not true, you know. We, we try to push it away. But this is the fact, whether you like it or not. That's why the Buddhist encourages us to do the reflection. Said, it's to do it every day, the Buddha said. Every day you wake up every morning, you have to tell yourself, remind yourself, I subject to old age. I subject to, to, to sickness. I subject to death. Death, you know, I'm not, you know, any time will happen. So actually, then actually it's really helped us to sing in so that we don't waste our time doing something that, you know, you know, worrying about things that might happen, you know, might and might not happen, you know. You don't, you know, who knows what is going to happen. But we start to worry about, you know, and then worry about things doesn't work out, you know. But rather, we just appreciate, you know, each moment that we got while we're still alive, you know. And then we appreciate, you know, that the fact that we're still living, you know, we're still, we're still alive, to, to have to really appreciate that. Actually, sometimes this, this kind of reflection, mindfulness on death, actually that arouses the sense of urgency. And also, you become more appreciative. I remember when my father, my brother, they passed away. Actually, my father passed away. Uh, my, after my, my, my brother passed away, after my father passed away, after three months, you know. That's really very powerful. It's really hit me a lot, you know. I remember that time I was in Thailand. And actually, I, I did lots of mindfulness on death, you know. And actually, every morning, the first thing when I wake up, I was so... I was so appreciative that, wow, I'm still alive, you know. To me, it's like every day is a bonus because I don't know when I'm... Because, because of my, my father and my brother's death, actually, it's really hit me very hard. 
then then I become more appreciative. Actually, arouse lots of energy. You become very appreciative, and then actually, lots of things doesn't bother me so much. You know, whatever people said. You know, for example, if you know that you know you might die any moment, a lot of things doesn't bother you anymore, isn't it? You become more appreciative every day. To me, is life is so precious, and then I have so much energy. I don't feel tired. And that's why sometimes you 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 every day you you bring to mind and remind yourself to reflect on this, and then slowly you you come to place of acceptance, because we we still a lots of people don't even even how many times that you listen to the dharma and you know even how many times even you know even you see someone death you know you, you still will not hit home you still will not think that you know that's going to happen to you one day. You know, you still think that somehow, you know, you still think that it's optional. Even though in theory, yes, we said we, we agree with that, but deep down, we still not be able to come to the place of acceptance. That's why the Buddha encourages to to reflect on that. You know, to, to really accept that this is part of life. What do we expect? You know, this is part of life. You know that you know, and you know if we don't start, you know. To let go now, you think you can do it last moment? I remember some people ask, uh, "Is uh, ask uh, uh, Ajahn Vayama a long time ago? Is that is there any meditation that you can do, and then last minute when you die, you can do that meditation?" I mean, there's no such a thing that kind of special meditation for you know for last moment when you die, you do that meditation. You know, you have to let go throughout. You know. Before you know, throughout your whole life, before you die, you have to let go bit by bit. The letting go will not happen overnight, you know. And and also because that that we we don't accept that. And sometimes usually when when we not be able to accept, you know, the resentment, you know, and and even even we can we be able to see that what we're holding on, we still have that resentment. The resentment come from the ego, the sense of self. You know, like this person told me that you know, yes. Even though I can see my defilements, I can see that I lost of I have lots of anger because this person said that you know said to me that even though she can see her 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 defilements, she got lots of anger, but somehow she have this resentment to accept that that she have lots of anger. You know, I said this is come from the ego, the sense of self. You know, because whenever that's you know our sense of self being challenged, so we we have this because it's, this is we have to protect our self interest. So then we 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 will deny you know that oh no, I'm not like that. And and especially this person said that it's so difficult that you know especially that you know I be able to see my defilements, but I find that it's very difficult. Deep down, I have lots of resentment. Towards accepting my defilements, and I told her the fact that you be able to see that it show that you have the clarity, because in order to see your own defilements is not easy. You have to have wisdom in order to see that, you know. So, so I encourage her. I said, "Sadu, sadu, the fact that you be able to see your defilements is already a big step. It's just like the Buddha said, a fool know that he's a fool." He's still wise to the extent. If a fool thinks that he's wise, you know he's indeed a fool. So she have lost. 
She said it's very difficult. She knows that she has lots of anger because due to her conditioning, her upbringing, because of because she was born in a family the father is very controlling, and she always want to be the one that you know obedient. So she been suppressing herself, doing things that you know that the not what she likes is what the father likes, you know. And she been forced to do things that she doesn't like. And then you know when you're young, you just suppress. And when you suppress, this is how the suppression gives rise to anger, lots of anger, you know. And then she said that you know she 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 can see that. She have lots of anger, so I told her the anger come from the suppression. The more you suppress, you know, that is that the resentment, you know, that that you you bounce back and leads to a lots of anger. And and then you know, to be able to really come to the place of acceptance is not easy, you know. So to develop the as a, a, a sense, you know, that uh, a loving kindness, you know, and to actually. If people have lots of anger, you know, so you can early in the morning when you wake up, you ask yourself, "What can I give? What can I be of service?" And this is deliberately, you know, to try to cultivate and develop loving kindness and they soften your mind, you know. And yes, it's it's not easy, you know, but, but actually compared to craving. Um, actually, anger is easy to deal with because it's causa. You can see it. I mean, most people don't like to be angry person, isn't it? They said the Buddha said. They said the Buddha said, greed, greed, is is less blamable, and it's difficult to remove. And anger is blamable and easy to remove. Delusion is very blamable and very difficult to remove because, because of because of delusion, isn't it? That's why we have greed and hatred, you know. So that's why sometimes we say, you know, at least you know the the the, the anger is easier, you know, compared to greed because greed is pleasant. Whenever something that is pleasant is always lead to greed, we want more, we crave for it, you know. So whenever there is unpleasant, give rise to anger because it's unpleasant. We don't like it, you know. And this also remind me of a couple. The the husband has lots of anger. He's always very angry person, and then he always you know yells at his the wife and then screaming at her, you know. And then the wife always don't react. Then he was a bit. He was thinking, how come my wife ah always so so calm. And never react, you know, like even I scream at her. Then one day he asked his wife, you know, why you never react, you know, even I'm not, I said nasty thing to you, I screaming at you, you know, and and you always like you know very calm and don't react. So how do you deal with your anger? He said, I go and clean toilet. Then the husband said, so cleaning toilet, what to do with dealing with your anger? Because I use a toothbrush. <laughs> so be careful, ah, huh? when you when 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 you when you have a, a argument with your wife, ah, you better hide your toothbrush, ah. Huh? 
So this is how you know then you know and and sometimes like because of the the, the, the ego, the sense of self, we find it so difficult to accept that, you know, to really that who we are. Because each one of us have an idea of who we are, isn't it? We think that we are so kind, we are so nice, you know. And and then we feel really bad, we think that we should we shouldn't be get angry. We shouldn't be angry, you know. And I shouldn't, you know, I shouldn't have this defilement. But if we don't have defilement, we are not here. Isn't it? So this way we have an idea of who we are. We start to identify ourselves. You know, we feel bad, you know. And I remember, you know, when I first see myself, like, oh, even though, you know, like, like you know, I... When I was a lay person, I like to help everybody, you know. And then when I, when I see, when I, st- when I started to practice, when I started to see that actually sometimes they come from that you try to please everyone and you want people to praise you. Actually, it's not really come from the pure kindness, but actually it's better than nothing, you know. But, but, <laughs> but when you see that, actually it's very difficult to accept that because... We have the idea of who we are, you know. But especially when you see that, you know, that actually you're not as kind as you think you are, actually it's very difficult to accept that. And it takes me a long time to be able to really, okay, come on, accept it, accept it you know. It's okay, you know. If I don't have defilements, I'm not here. But we always think that we are the special one. Isn't it? <laughs> it's okay for others people to have defilements, but not me, you know? Isn't it? But it's very easy for, we say, oh, we forgive others easily, but very difficult to forgive ourselves. The denier, you know? We live with denial, we, you know? And sometimes, like, you know, it's actually, it's really that uh, the denier, we, do, we, we just pretend that it's not there. But actually, it's there. You know, the denier. They say, one of the qualities the Buddha's mentioned, these uh, spiritual qualities the Buddha's mentioned, that's um, one of this is the truthfulness. So the truthfulness is not only not telling lies, you know, but the worst thing that we lie to ourselves, isn't it? That is that, 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 that dishonesty. Sometimes we think that we are so honest, but actually the dishonesty is still there. We lie to ourselves. Actually, this is the worst thing, isn't it? We are not being honest, you know, just to okay, just to acknowledge that it's fine, you know. But not to think that, oh, because I'm a Buddhist, I should be able to be always a metta. I always forgive, uh, you know. I remember last time there was a lady, young lady, that uh, she's having a, going through a separation with her, her, her husband because uh, she has an affair with another man. Then she come and tell me that that you know it's really it's really bother me because of he not be able to forgive me because in the past he also has done something wrong that I forgive him so it's really bother me because he 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 doesn't love me enough because he not be able to forgive me so I look at her I said why don't you forgive him for not be able to forgive you. <laughs> this is how we think that you should forgive me, you know. That you know, then he, he doesn't love me enough because he's not be able to forgive me. Sometimes like you know, you rather be just honest about that and not be able to do that. And then there was another case that actually opposite. The husband 
actually already separate with the wife, you know, going through separation. Because the, it's the other way around, the wife having an affair with another uh, a guy. So, and then, the, and then after that, the wife tried to make up. And he was, that, he was actually deep down, he not be able to really forgive because each time his, his mind is just, whenever he think of that, you know, think of his wife, you know, it's the, 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 the image, you know, the, the incidents that the wife with another man is always emerged. So he's still not be able to let that go. And on one hand, he keep forcing himself to let go. He said, oh, I'm a Buddhist. I've been practicing so long. I should have, I should have loving kindness to us. I should be able to forgive her. You know, yes, in theory, you think that, you know, then I should, you know, make up so that, you know, that the ch- for the sake of the children. But deep down, we are not. So we say, I said, you're not going to work, you know. You are just lying to yourself rather than you just acknowledge that, yes, I'm not be able to, to forgive right now. So acknowledge that. So at least I said, you send loving kindness towards yourself. yes. At this moment, I'm not be able to forgive, but I sending myself good wishes that may I be able to forgive one day, you know. But rather than forcing yourself that I should be able to do it, and rather you know to be honest about it, isn't it? But not to live in denial, you know. Yes, you know I'm not be able to forgive, rather than to force yourself to forgive, you know. And if you have no loving kindness towards towards the other person, we admit that. At the moment, I still haven't developed yet, you know, you know. But at least we send loving kindness towards oneself, you know. May I have loving kindness towards this person? I remember one of my relatives that she was being abused, and and she's like, you know, she's being abused, and and she she's um she understand that she she just want to 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 hold on to that. She want to let it go. She want to forgive. But it's very difficult for her. She's tried to send loving kindness towards her ex-husband that abused her, you know. Then she said each time when she's tried to do that, that that all those, you know, the horrible things that he, he, he had done, you know, that is, is, is popping up. It's, and then trigger off her anger. It's very difficult. Then I told her, I said, don't try to send loving kindness to him. And I said, you know, because you haven't developed that, Loving kindness, you know, it's typical, you know, that the, 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 the Buddha said that is the, the fourth person, you know, that really hurt you. You know, how many people be able to develop that level of loving kindness? I mean, you're not there yet. You know, sometimes you just honest about that. So I said, you don't have to try to send loving kindness, you know, to, to your ex-husband. But you send loving kindness towards yourself, you know. May I be able to forgive him? Right now, I'm not be able to forgive. But then he's all oh, it's doable. Towards oneself, it's doable, isn't it? You be able to, to see that, you know, that that yes, just honest about that. I'm not be able to do that. You know, I still holding on. Yes. It's still something that, you know, I'm not be able to forgive. I'm not be able to have that loving kindness. Just honest about that. You know, sometimes we think that we are honest, but actually we are not honest, isn't it? That sometimes that 
the actually the dishonesty, the, the, the underlying tendency is there. You know. So actually the worst thing is that we're being in denial and then we you know we, we're cheating ourselves, deceiving ourselves. We are absolutely deluded, isn't it? We are cheating ourselves, deceiving ourselves. That's like that inner integrity, the honesty, you know. We're just honest about that. And sometimes we think that we are honest, but actually we are not, isn't it? And then we, we keep, you know, de- live in denying, and then we keep cheating ourselves. So, and then we cheating ourselves, we cheat others, you know. And the truthfulness is not only not telling lies, but we deceive ourselves, you know. And, you know, let's, like for example, like still, like sometimes people think that they're honest, you know. Like for example, like small thing, you know. Like even, you know, like, like you, you download something that, you know, <laughs> you simply, you know, that is also dishonesty is there. But people think that it's okay. I cheat a little bit, it's okay to cheat. Whether you cheat a little bit, it's you cheat, isn't it? It's not, you know, if you steal, you steal, you steal one dollar and one thousand or one million, you still steal. That, that, that intention is there, the underlying tendency is there. But we try to justify, we think that it's okay. You know, so a lot of people think that they're honest, but they're not. Underlying tendency is there. And talk about honesty remind me of a, that one of the city museum. He was on his dead bed. So he called the lawyer and the priest and the doctor. He said, I give you each one of you 150000 So make sure that you put this 150000 into my coffin when I die. So then after he passed away, after the funeral, and the priest overflowing with guilt, then he talked to the, he, he called the, 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 this lawyer and the doctor, he said that I, I, need to, I need to confess because he's overflowing with guilt. Because actually, I didn't put 150,000, I put only 100,000 in there. <laughs> then the, 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 the doctor said, oh, it's good that you bring this up. But actually, I also with a lot of guilt, you know. I'm only putting 80,000. <laughs> then the lawyer said, I'm really ashamed of you, two of you, stealing money like that, you know, you storm, you know. Am I the only one who's so honest? Look, he put out his checkbook. Look, full amount I wrote out, 150000 in check. <laughs> this is how we justify. We think that we're so honest, isn't it, in life, you know. That actually, that really deep down, that we not be really to, to really recognize and say that yes, you know, is there. Not to deceive ourselves. We, need, we live in denial, you know. And that's like the, these qualities, you know, truthfulness, actually not to lie to ourselves, deny. And this is how we block off. We want to see what we want to see. We, we don't see, we don't see it. I remember someone told me that she afraid of lizard. And don't know why, wherever I see, there is a lizard. I said, of course you see lizard everywhere because you look out for lizard. <laughs> isn't it? Because this is something that you're afraid. You will look out for it, isn't it? So when you pay attention, you see it. You know, you don't pay attention, you won't see it. You look out for that, you know. They say sometimes this is how, how the mind, you know. Sometimes we just, you know, we, we just 
perverted by our likes and dislikes, you know. And it's just all, we don't perceive things purely, you know. It's just perverted by our likes and dislikes. That's why, that, just to be honest, we acknowledge that, yes, you know, I have, you know, I, I'm not that kind as I think that I'm so kind. But this is how that, you know, when you come to a place of acceptance, yes, this is how I feel. I remember some, you know, some people think that, you know, I shouldn't be grumpy. I remember one day, there was a lady, she came with her son. You know, sometimes, you know, sometimes uh, a little, little kids, you know, when they're sleepy, they're not enough asleep, they tend to be grumpy. I mean, it's, all, it's okay to be grumpy, isn't it? So I said, oh, is he grumpy? She re- really reacting. He never grumpy. He's not grumpy. To him, he's thinking that her, her son being judged. But actually, I'm not judging. I'm just, oh, is it? He's grumpy, you know. It's okay to be grumpy, you know. Because sometimes maybe you're not well, you know. And then physically, you know, you have lots of pain. Then you tend to be a little bit grumpy. Sometimes we think that we should be, we should happy all the time. No, you know, this is how we feel, you know. And actually, it's okay. It's not not a problem. The problem is think that is a problem, you know. The problem is think that we should be able all the, we should be able to to be happy all the time. So when we are not happy, when we have depression, we think that depression is a problem. We think that uh, being grumpy is a problem. No. I remember when I talked about it's okay to be grumpy. And then one of the anagogists told me that day I was really grumpy. And when you said that it's okay to be grumpy, she said the moment I said, oh, yeah, it's okay to be grumpy, my grumpiness gone. Truly, you make peace with your grumpiness. So when you depress, you make peace with your depression. Because it's just, you know, in no one happy, happy every single moment, every day, isn't it? Sometimes you feel a bit, you know, bright. Sometimes you're not that bright, you know. It's just, it's just you know, it's all just depression come, depression go. So depression is not a problem, but we make it a problem. We think that it's a problem. We think that we shouldn't have depression. We think that we shouldn't feel grumpy. We think that we should feel happy all the time. We think that it's wrong if we feel depressed. And then we make it a problem because you leave it alone, it go away. It won't stay there, you know, because everything come and go. Depression come different Depression go. Even happiness come, happiness go. It won't stay, isn't it? You know? End of happiness, suffering, isn't it? End of suffering, happiness. Isn't it? When I, when I was suffering, gone, we're so happy. I was gone, you know? Then we're so happy. And then when suffering come, the happiness gone, and then we feel suffer. But we cannot hold on to that, you know? This part of being exist, this being exist, the existence, you know? There is Sometimes we feel this is how we feel. So rather than we just acknowledge that this is how I feel, you know, it's okay that I feel this way. But we think that it's wrong. We think that we shouldn't feel this way. We think that we should feel happy, happy every single moment, every single day. Is it possible? Not possible, isn't it? None of us, you know, 
So once you understand that this is part of life, it doesn't matter whether it's pleasant or unpleasant feelings. At the end of the day, it makes no difference because both won't stay. So when we look back, you know, even the most, you know, uh, a wonderful experience is still pass away, gone. It won't stay there, isn't it? Even someone praises, we feel so happy. And happiness also won't stay. And even someone criticizes, we so have get upset with people because they, they, they criticize us. But that also won't stay. But actually, we, we create more suffering for ourselves. And then we make it, you know, when, when, when happiness comes, we try to make it stay. And it go away quicker. Isn't it? You know, for example, you know, uh, you know, when this moment, oh, we have this food, it's really, you know, delicious, you know. Rather than just being in this moment, enjoy the most delicious food. Then you start to think, how am I going to get it again? You miss it, isn't it? <laughs> isn't it? You miss it, you know. And for example, you look at the beautiful views, you know. You say, okay, look at it. You say, wow, so beautiful. And then you miss it. You know, just being there in this moment, make the most of it while we got it. And then unpleasant feelings come. You just leave it alone, it go away. So no need to do anything. But not to do anything is much more difficult to do something. Isn't it? Because we've been trained that way. We've been trained. Keep running away from things. You know, we've been conditioned that way. Whenever, you know, that's pleasant, we want more. We try to hold on to it. We try to make it stay. But we can't. This is how we create more suffering for ourselves, you know. And then un- unpleasant feelings, we want it to go away immediately. But actually, you don't have to wish that your, 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 these unpleasant feelings go away. It will go away. It's just natural. It's, you don't have to do anything, you know. But not to do anything is difficult. Because we want to control you know, when to make sure that things go the way we want it to be. we planning, you know, we make sure that, you know, things don't go wrong. So that's why we have, you know, that's why I remember someone told me that, how to live in present moment awareness? I'm still working, I need to plan. I said, there is no contradiction to us uh, living in present moment awareness if you're planning. I said, you can plan in this moment, you know. But, you know, you, after you plan, you leave it alone, you let it go. You know, so of course you have to plan a little bit, isn't it? You cannot say, oh, I live in present moment awareness, okay, I want to go to Thailand. I only turns up at the airport. <laughs> you need to book ticket, you need to plan a little bit. So I said, you have, you, it's not that you cannot plan, but the problem is we start to worry about things is not going to work out. Your, your mind goes into the future. You know, in case it doesn't happen, so at least I have my strategy. I have plan. Plan A doesn't work, I have plan B. Plan B doesn't work, I have plan C. Plan C doesn't work, I have plan D. Go on and on and on. Isn't it? So I said, you only deal with it as things happen. You plan, you leave it alone, you put it aside. But you, you can't just, you know, we, can, we don't know what is going to happen. I can guarantee you the things that you worry about is going to happen, it will not happen. It's always things that you never 
never even thought about that, you know, is what happened. I remember like in the monastery, you know, you know, for us, like uh, we, we use our landline for, for Wi-Fi, you know, for internet. So, of course, we, we, our, our reception is not very good, but we still have uh, our mobile phone. We have to go to look for reception, a better place, you know, for that, you know. But still, like, we thought that maybe at least sometimes our landline not working, even though we have to walk to find a place, you know, to, 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 to check our email, still better than nothing, you know. So, we think that we are really safe, you know. We think that we still cover, you know. But I remember one day that both that uh, 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 landline not working because of the uh, because we uh, th- there was a storm and it was a, right, uh, a lightning strike, you know. Then the the backup battery of the phone, the landline, being stolen, and there's no no electricity, no no power, no landline. And also no inter- no uh, mobile, because the mobile pack up the tower, you know they have the, they have they have the pack up battery, and that also stolen. <laughs> so who would think that this happened? So you can plan and plan and plan, but things is just beyond your control. I mean, we can, we can only do our best. You know, I said, you just, you know, you just leave it, you know, you can plan, you know, then you leave it alone, you know, things happen, you just deal with it as things happen. But we don't go on and on, worry about things that is not going to happen. Because of, again, it's come from the sense of self. Because of the craving, because of the sense of self, we make sure that, you know, Things happen, we try to control, happen exactly the way I want it to be. And we not only control, you know, we control our, our loved ones as well, isn't it? Isn't it? We, we, we impose even our ideas on other people. We think how other people should behave, how other people, you know, they should behave and then what they should do. And then we think that it's really good for them. Actually, again, it's come from our sense of self, our ego. We, we try to control everyone. And we create more suffering for ourselves. Actually, we cannot control. You know, we cannot control other people. We just accept the way the person is as we accept ourselves as we are. That is, we are truly walking the Buddha's path. That we are truly practicing loving kindness. We love ourselves as we are. We are not expecting, you know. Sometimes we, we don't like ourselves because we think that this is not a good self. But if we truly practicing loving kindness, we love ourselves as we are. We love our, our, our loved ones as they are. Not to try to change them. I remember uh, 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 one day one of our devotees come and said to me, I'm really so worried because, uh, uh, because my son... Uh, I want to become a Christian. Now I look at her. I said, what's wrong if you become a Christian? I said, it's okay. Even if he's a Christian, you still love him. It's not that you have to become a Buddhist. You have to become a Buddhist. If you are not a Buddhist, I don't love you. No, you love him as he is. It's okay. If become a Christian, make him happy, fine, you know? It's just, but not, that you try to impose your ideas on others' people. The same thing. 
that a lot of people that you know it's easy for us that we we think that you know oh I'm I'm so kind and I I I I, I love other people so much I sacrifice a true loving kindness is not that I sacrifice for you or you sacrifice for me no we ourselves also included is not we don't exclude ourselves we also deserve the love like the buddha said you can search through the whole universe the one who really deserve your love is yourself not other people but sometimes we think that we are we are so kind we love others we exclude ourselves if you exclude yourself then you are not truly practicing loving kindness that's like have loving kindness towards oneself so actually accepting itself also being kind because acceptance is embrace accept opposite you know acceptance is resentment rejection that is ill will ill will is opposite of kindness so this like when we accept ourselves then we have kindness and loving kindness towards oneself we love ourselves sometimes we we only think that we should have kindness towards others and then we don't care about ourselves but we have to include ourselves we as important we love everybody as we love ourselves so no more no less we has to be has to be included and we don't we don't sacrifice for others and then others don't sacrifice for us there's no sacrifice but it's difficult isn't it and it takes time to develop you know so that's why that's acceptance actually itself is letting go we allow thing be sometimes if you grumpy we allow ourselves to feel grumpy if sometimes if you depressed we allow ourselves to feel depressed it's okay to feel that way it's not wrong it's no problem it's not a problem don't make it a problem you know some they said the problem is we make it a problem that is the main problem you know it's no 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 big deal it's just let it come let it go you know but because of because of we identify so i remember someone said to me when i talk about acceptance she said that means i have to accept that i'm a failure i said no i said you don't identify yourself as a failure you don't own it I said because people try to own that. I said no. We just acknowledge that okay, just yet you know yes this time I fail, you know. But doesn't mean that you're a failure because sometimes like things happen the way that you know sometimes things just happen the way we want it to be. It's just because all the condition come together. So things happen according to multiple causes and condition. So when all the condition is there, things happen. So part of our contribution, the decision that we make is only part of the whole thing, isn't it? It's not that it's not that you know it's not that you are a failure because things don't happen according to your plan. It's just because some some of the factors that you cannot control beyond your control. For ex- it's just for example. If you want to, you, you want to plan. Uh, 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 you want to plan something, and then yes, you do all the research. You know, looking for the right plan. You know, uh, for the right uh, uh, weather, right climates. You know, the soil. You put in fertilizers. You do all the right thing. Do all the right research, and then 
what happened if there's a storm, damage all the plants? Who fault? Is it that you fail? No, isn't it? That's like even our decision making is only part of the whole thing. So sometimes, actually, we really don't know, you know. Sometimes we think that we make a right decision because things happen according to our plan. But it's just because of all the factors, all the conditions come together. And then when things soon come together, and then we think that we fail. We think there's something wrong with me. Maybe I make the wrong decision. No. Your contribution is only part of the whole thing. So that's why no one knows whatever decision we make, isn't it? Whether it's going to work. We don't know. It's also according to the karma, according to other, where the other condition is there. You know, some, yes, we, 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 some, some, of, some of the things we, we, we can control, you know, like if we want, you know, that we, we try to, we can do our best, you know, to, 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 to look after the plant, to nurture the plant, to get the, the, the right plant, you know, and then put in fertilizer. And, but we cannot control the weather. We cannot control if there is a storm. So who fault? So we don't identify. Yes, it's just like we don't identify ourselves as a failure. Yes, we fail. It's just yet, isn't it? It's just that, yeah, we, then we, we, we learn from mistake, you know? So a wise person is not a person that never make mistake. And we learn from it, you know? And then we, we, we be able to forgive and let go, you know? It's not that, you know, that... Uh, why is then I, I, we think that oh, we, should, we shouldn't make any mistake and we make mistake, that means we are failure. So we are not perfect. That's why again, we come to this place of acceptance. It's okay. You know? So we understand that this is part of life. So because we are, we are asking things that life could not offer, you know? That you, you want everything to be perfect, you know. I remember I used to used to used to irritate me when 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 I because when when I when I the, the early days, you know, when I still anagarikas. So because of you know, I'm I'm used to be a perfectionist. I want things really according, you know, really in order. Everything neat and tidy. Even flower arrangements, both also have to be balanced. Not balance is really eyesore, it's really irritate me. And that's against, you know, that, you know, you create lots of suffering for yourself, you know, that, uh, you know, that, and then I, I, re- I, I know that that come from myself, you know, then sometimes because someone doing it and I find that, you know, it's not balanced, then I try to, actually I wanted to, to make it balanced, but I know that I shouldn't have to do it. So then actually I restrain myself not to do it because then you develop the habit and you follow your habit, you know, try to control everything, try to make things, you know, exactly the way you want it to be. And when you see things that is not exactly the way you want it to be, you, you feel very agitated and irritated. Then actually, you just recognize that and just do acknowledge, yes, it's there. It's there. Recognize, acknowledge, Accept, forgive ourselves, not be, not to beat ourselves up. Then we let go. So the letting go will not happen overnight. You need a lot of practice. The letting go happen gradually. 
So we take up the whole path of practice, you know, keeping precept, medit- practice meditation, you know, and develop your wisdom. That is a whole path of practice. That is the noble path. So I offer this one on my reflection. May this teaching be benefit to all of you. So, any questions or comments? Brother, sister, any questions? Anyone? Are you able to accept? I just accept everything. I just accept what you say. I'm in a place of acceptance. <laughs> Any questions or comments? No comments. So all happy customer. <laughs> happy customer. Yes. Venerable, uh, maybe I if I could just start off the first question. Okay. Um, it's, first of all, thank you, you know, for, for you know, this uh, insight. Mm. Uh, I'm struck by your comment that connecting acceptance to letting go. Mm-hmm. You know, earlier uh, yeah. you were talking about letting go. Indeed, that was a question on my mind. So yeah, thank yeah. you very much for that. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, the question I have in mind is this. Um, we're also told at the same time we should be developing our positive qualities. Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. uh, so there's a sense of development. Mm-hmm. So, how do we balance mm-hmm. this acceptance mm-hmm. with this, you know, need to develop our positive qualities? Could you? Because acceptance itself actually is kindness and compassion. It's a kindness there, because when we accept, actually we embrace. It's okay. We allow things to happen, and. Kindness actually is a positive emotion. When we have resentment, rejection, that is ill will, that is negative emotion. So actually when we accept things, we allow things to be, actually we're being kind. It's okay. That is we embrace. It's just like the, mom, the parents, you know, accept the, the children, no matter who they are. I still love you. Even though I'm not perfect, I love myself. I accept myself as I am. That is truly kindness, truly loving kindness, truly practicing loving kindness towards oneself. And loving kindness itself is a positive emotion. So actually, in fact, we have developed that. So is the answer a question? Well, yeah, sort of. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. So, so am I right to understand that um, mm. it, the, the thing that you, one lets go of uh, mm. you know, in accepting yourself mm-hmm. is this vision mm-hmm. or at least in, in some ways right, mm-hmm. is this vision of who I think I w- am mm-hmm. that, that sense of ego yeah, that you were yeah, talking the about ego, yes, yes, yes. so I then, saw having yeah and then that's why that's why when that's how like for example I said that person like you know not be able to let go so when you send this loving kindness towards oneself even though you know that you, you still, you, you, you know that you, 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 you should, a lot of people say, I should forgive. If forgiveness also is letting go. We don't hold on to grudges, you know. But, but that 
moment, you will not be able to do that. But at least you still have loving, loving kindness towards oneself. That may I be able to forgive. When you're sending loving kindness towards oneself, actually you're developing loving kindness. It's a gradual training. So each time we discover that we're not be able to let go yet, but we still have kindness towards oneself that it's okay that I'm not be able to let go now. I send loving kindness towards myself that I wish I'd be able to, to let go. I wish I'd be able to forgive. That is good will towards oneself. And this is how you develop your kindness and compassion. So answer your question? Yes, thank you very much. Yeah, I got the question about uh, just now. You mentioned about the lawyer who, you see, I write the check. You see, mm-hmm. uh, so uh, I'm thinking most of the people will be thinking, you know, uh, this is not my fault. Mm-hmm. This is your fault for entrusting in me, uh, hundred and fifty thousand. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So uh, uh, why should uh, uh, I feel guilty for uh, doing funny, funny things like this? You see. <laughs> I mean, the, it's because, you know, each one of us have that, that knowing deep down. You can even ask a two or three years old boy. You can ask them what is right and wrong they know. You don't have to have Buddha and come and tell you what is right and wrong. Deep down we all know. If we don't have that deep knowing, none of us can get enlightened. But it's only that we, we, we just try to justify. We try to say no to make us feel good. You know, it just make us feel good that ah, it's all right to do that. You know, we feel a bit, we feel better. But deep down, we all know we cannot really run away. It's just like the story that you steal something, you think that no one see, but you can see. Deep down, we all know we have the conscience. You know, even sometimes people deny. You know, say, oh, you know, but deep down, you know. And eventually, we are the one who, you know that you carry that guilt actually we actually we actually we don't have to punish anyone you know i remember uh, many years ago when i was in, in thailand Wapanarachat, i was staying there and then i remember one day i was very upset because one layman stole my 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 yogurt you know <laughs> because i want to use the yogurt to make yogurt drinks you know so i i put it there you know then i turn around disappear Finish. Where is it? Then I know that he, he took it, you know, because he was there just now. Now I was thinking, this this people terrible. How come he's you no? Know, how come he's not honest, you know? And then in the monastery, you know, he's really still yogurt, you know. Then I was I was very upset. Then I write on the board there, you know, whoever has stolen this yogurt, blah 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 blah. Because you, you feel like you want to punish that person. You want the person to feel guilty, you know what I mean? To, to write it on the board. Then after that, when I sat down, when I calm down, then I reflect on that. That actually, I don't, I'm, I was thinking that actually, if this person actually, deep down, he knows. Actually, he will carry the guilt. Actually, I, I told myself, I, I started to feel sorry for this person because what you have done, you know what you have done. You know what I mean? And then, and I, and I feel like, why I want to punish this person? I don't have to punish this person. You know? 
Actually, the person has to live with that. You know? So when I think of that, you know, because I don't have to be responsible for this person's karma. I don't have to punish that person. So, so, so you think the person will have this guilt and it will uh, uh, bother him? Yeah, yeah. Will you will not have a piece of... Not have yeah. a piece of mind. Yeah. yeah, you see, like those, 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 those teeth, you know, they're always not peaceful, isn't it? Constantly you look out whether there's a place there, isn't it? If you haven't done anything, you don't feel that. You just at ease and at peace, you can go anywhere. You don't have to worry about someone to come and cashier. You know, whether, you know, people know that you have done these things. And actually, each one of us, they said in the Mahayana, they said the Buddha nature. That's deep down, we have the nature. If we don't have that, none of us can practice and get enlightened. They said the Buddha said, if, you know, after I taught the, the Dhamma, you know, the teaching, you know, if after practicing, you'll not be able to en- get enlightened, there's no point for him to teach because each one of us has the potential to get enlightened. It's just up to us whether we make the full use of the opportunities while we have it. The potential is there. It's up to us. So each one of us have that. Even a, a child, three years old, he also know that he shouldn't get upset, get angry. I remember my grandson, when, when he's only three, about three years old, whenever he got upset and the parents said to him, maybe they even didn't tell him off and then they never scold him, they never beat him. They only give him a suggestion. They kind of, you have to show him the respect, you know. He said that they suggest to him, maybe you need a little bit of time to calm yourself down. And he said, I don't want to calm down. I don't want to calm down. Then each time when he got upset, the parents said to him, then this is how it's been brainwashed, bursting into his mind. So after a while, when he got upset, he said, leave me alone. Give me a bit of time. I want to calm down. <laughs> and it's really amazing. When he sit aside, when he calm down, sometimes he come and apologize. He says sorry. He knew that he's wrong. You see, three years old, we all they all know. You think that kids don't know? They know. They know what is right and what is wrong. I remember once so funny that he so as usual got upset and then he was sit aside and normally we just leave him alone. That his quiet time, you know, just sitting there to, to let just be with the anger. You know, not to suppress. Actually, when you suppress, actually, it's counterproductive. When you suppress, and the emotion becomes unresolved. And then next time, you know, that he keeps suppressing, suppressing, you know, and actually when they grow up, you know, that, that have this unresolved emotion, and they have lead to anxieties, fears, and other things. Sometimes they just... Because this... When we, when we can't get what we want, we also get upset, but we can control ourselves, isn't it? But we expect the kids not to get upset, isn't it? Adults also get upset when we cannot get what we want, but then we expect the kids not to get upset when they can't get what they want, isn't it? It's just a normal thing. It's just a cause and effect, you know? 
And you can't get your children to get upset. You know? So, but it's not that we encourage him to get upset, but we also don't suppress, not telling him that you are wrong. You shouldn't get upset. When you get upset, you are wrong. And then try to suppress him. Then, and, 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 and he actually is so, you know, when, when they keep telling, re- repeating, you know, keep telling him that, you know, you have to calm yourself now, you have to calm yourself now. And then eventually he did that. I remember that he was sitting there, you know, as usual, and sitting like that. <laughs> then, then after that, quite a while, so I went over, I said, I tried to talk to him. He said to me, Grandma, I'm not over yet. <laughs> I'm not over yet. So then I said, okay, uh, uh, I still need to be quiet. And this moment, I don't want to talk to anyone, he said. So I let him, I want to meditate, he said. He sits down there. And then sometimes, yeah, and, 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 he, and then after that, he, he apologized. And I remember once also he was uh, upset with me. And then I just leave him alone, you know. And I would just walk away. And then afterwards, he come and said sorry to me. He said, sorry, Grandma. And sometimes you think that kids, they don't know, they know. They do know. We just, we don't have to have Buddha uh, to come and tell us that what is right and wrong. Actually, deep down we know, but we just don't want to accept that. Deep down we all know what we have done, isn't it? And yeah, sometimes no one see, but we can see. You know, there's like even even sometimes you, you you know if the whole world praises that we're such a wonderful person, but deep down we know what we have done, isn't it? You cannot even you can never run away. It's like we don't have to punish others. People, you know, they have that, that, you know, if people do nasty things, it's their karma. We are not the one, we don't have to punish them. So any more questions or comments? No more questions? more questions brother okay. sister okay so going one going twice okay done gone <laughs>